Okay. <laughs> do you want to do it this time, Matt? You do it now. <laughs> no, that's okay. Are you sure? I'm just saying you have one Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> Two Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> Three Pillars of Eternity. Ah, ah, ah. Four. Uh, personal space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, how about, how about we do the one that I prepared? Which one did you prepare? I prepared the one that goes something like this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the War Council, where it's all fun and games until everyone but me plays Pillars of Eternity for hours on end. I'm Jordan, yep. and with me here today, we have Matt and Lyle. Yep, yep. The other members of the crew are off on assignment, uh, so we're here holding it down. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, talking swords. Mm-hmm. Talking swords. Something about a sauce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very good sauce. The sauce, sauce that is not advertised on this fine it's, show. It's no, not at all. <laughs> okay, it's a sauce that should be tried by everybody, but uh, that's not going to happen for a while. Is right. is it? Um, and and uh, I apologize in advance. Is it awesome sauce? No. Oh, all right, that's been a show. Awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, you know what? Since we can't talk about the sauce, what if we just talk about regular news before we kick this show off and proper, all right? Let's. Let's. Let us. Um, Matt, how about you tell me about GDT's uh, Netflix series real quick? Oh, yes. The thing that had me almost cream in my pants. It is a 10-episode series. Um forgot what it was called. Let me pull it back up. Uh, ten past uh, called, uh, midnight. Ten past. Uh, where the hell is my at the mountains of madness movie? Ten, a- what ten after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ten after midnight. Is it ten after or ten past? Ten past. Ten okay. past. Uh, ten past midnight, and it's going nope, to be an anthology nope, show. Nope, nope. It is Guillermo del Toro presents Ten After Midnight is the full name. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we're going with semantics here, but it's going to be a horror <laughs> anthology in the form. And the fuck English in the way of um, <laughs> by way of Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. By, by way of Black Mirror. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> off, to, off to a rousing start here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's almost as good as the start that we did just before we started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the premature but, start. Yep. Uh-huh. There's um, for that. But that's all that we know about it. Is okay. So what's yeah. ten afternoon? Ten afternoon is um, ten, ten past noon. <laughs> ten past after midnight time. Um, so, <laughs> so Netflix. It's it's a service you may know from uh, the death of retail video stores. Um, right. They have signed Guillermo del Toro, a director who you may know from Pan's Labyrinth and not Oscar-winning movies. After that, don't worry. Um, in an Alfred Hitchcock style anthology mm-hmm. series, much like Black Mirror was. But they're also classifying this as, quote-unquote, the first horror anthology on Netflix. All right. Which I think is wrong, because I think Black Mirror fits that bill, but whatever. Yeah. If they're going to just go over the top with it, I'll take it. Uh, But, yeah, they just announced that that's a thing that's coming, and that's it. I really want GDT to be, like, the Crypt Keeper and just introduce everything at the beginning (laughs) of every episode. That'd be kind of cool. It would. I take it back. They did actually say that he will be writing and directing most of the episodes, but uh-huh. additional additional episodes will be handpicked by him. 
like the, uh-huh. the directors and writers will be handpicked by him. So hmm. um, that's a nice little thing. I like his stuff. So bring it on Netflix. Kick us in bring the, on butt. the fish dick. Bring on the fish dicks. Uh, while we are in the Netflix territory, let's briefly talk about the Witcher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this better be good. Yeah, uh, not much to say about that, but the writers' room is officially underway. Open, yep, um, and people are already bitching yeah. about the fact that you know writers maybe have different colored skin. There's, than there's too white. many non-white <laughs> writers in the writers' room. What are you doing? Oh what? my god. Yeah. Is that a real thing? That's a real it, thing. It is a real thing. <laughs> and I got to give major props to the uh to the showrunner because she is handling it like super freaking well. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she is kick ass and like telling these people off. <laughs> I don't I don't have those examples with me here, but uh yeah, she's basically like fuck you guys. You yeah. you, you don't you don't get to tell us how to run our show basically. Uh cuz oh, people yeah. are complaining that the uh, let's just go with darker skinned people on the staff are going to ruin and try to quote unquote over diversify the Witcher story. Yeah, dude, that's, that was my thing about Witcher. Like I wouldn't have probably played it if it were more diverse. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, fuck I like other game, people. Yeah. I like yeah. a game that's like really not completely. Oh yeah, yes. Absolutely. I, I like my girl Fucking with blonde hair and blue eyes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get taken out of context. That's going to be great. <laughs> Somebody meme that shit now. Meme, meme it up. Um, yeah, so that, that's officially underway. So it kind of feels like a real thing now, right? Yeah. Like, I'm excited. No, we're gonna, not going to see it for another two, three years. But still, it's, no. it's there. It's happening. Yeah. You know, what, you know what's funny is, like, I keep seeing all these things that are like, well, this isn't happening until 2020. And I'm like, fuck, 2020, that's so far away. And then I think about it for another second and go, oh, wait, no. like That's so, like, that's right actually, around the corner. pretty close. <laughs> pretty soon, yeah. Weird. It just seems like such a future. It's like a sci-fi title, you know? It's 2020. Like, Yeah. You're, you're going to get, you're going to blink and it's going to be here and. Yeah. Then we'll all be dead, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um. R- briefly, again, speaking of properties, uh, visual properties, of course, that are not really underway or anything. Uh, Matt, do something about a draft of Dune, a, a, a screenplay done. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Something that's not Jodorowsky doing it. Um. How did I just forget that idiot's name? Not idiot. He's a god. He's a genius. <laughs> Denis? Um, Denis? Denis Villeneuve? Villeneuve? Something like that. He's The Canadian guy. French-Canadian. Whatever the hell he is. But he has officially finished the first draft of his two Dune movies. I don't know. Maybe it was just the first draft of the first Dune movie. But he's doing two Dune movies. I think it was the first of the first from what I read. But I could be completely wrong on that. So if it's anywhere as gorgeous and awesome as Blade Runner and his previous works have been, I am going to be in heaven because that movie has not had a good film adaptation ever. Yeah, Dune's been troubled, and mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if this thing comes to light. And it's another thing that, that feels real at this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. But. Hopefully, hopefully. And hopefully he doesn't cast Sting in it. I hope he does, actually. What are <laughs> oh you talking God. about? Um, the last thing in half baked movies, uh, Jordan Peele has put up a teaser of the poster of Ooh, his, yeah, his baby. quote unquote <laughs> new nightmare after uh, Get Out called Us, yeah. and that's really all we know about it. 
Yeah, at some point I will watch Get Out. <laughs> yeah, dude, you definitely should. Like, I talked to a person who said they were a horror fan the other day and I asked them about Get Out, and they're like, what is that? And I was like, you can't ever say you're a horror fan ever again. Yeah, that that you rattled off several names, and that person didn't know what the fuck was going on, so. Well, yeah, but anyways. Lost respect. <laughs> Lost respect. Uh, let's see here. What else should we touch on? Uh, how about some video games? Um, mm-hmm. no, before we do that, let's talk, <laughs> okay. real, let's talk real briefly one more time, real, real briefly again, because I know Matt, this is a hot button issue for you. Both the Expanse and Brooklyn Nine-Nine were canceled. Uh, one of those got picked up. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is back for at least one more season, which you know is okay with great? me. It's, I'm still seeing everybody posting on Facebook about how it's, it's gone. And then Val today goes... Oh yeah, that show got canceled, and I was like, "Well, yeah, technically, but yeah. but yeah." So it's going to yeah. God, uh, N- NBC. NBC. Okay. It's going to its parent company. Yeah, so I was going to say that's actually what produce it. Yeah. NBC yeah. or that'll, that'll be interesting. Like, I wonder what made them kind of sell it off in the first place. Uh, uh, so that's, that's kind of what I was wondering because the guy who created it's like it's going back to its home where it should never have left. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of those things that we'll never know. We can always speculate about. Uh-huh. Um, and then Sci-Fi's The Expanse, the best thing that was ever on Sci-Fi because that network is just full of bullshit, Sharknados and shit. <laughs> uh, that has been canceled, and they did not find. Uh, it's still in negotiation with Amazon apparently because they hold the streaming rights for it. So okay. hopefully Amazon will be like, yes, this is one of the best shows on TV okay. at the moment. <laughs> Actually pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I did forget sci-fi also has 12 monkeys, which is not bad. But the third season of The Expanse currently has 100% on Rotten Tomato, which is a tough thing mm-hmm. to do for anything. Yep. Yeah. Well, usually it's not a tough thing until it becomes an extended duration. Like how long has it held that? I don't know. How, how far are we into this season? Well, uh, before we I have no idea. Before we yeah, speculate and dig into this, um, the, you know, the, the third season is at least going, but the second season, <laughs> which is finished, is at a 95, which is also oh, hard yeah, to get. No, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty evident. Yeah. Um, uh, for no, Just for comparison's sake, season one is a 76, but hey, they got better. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah the first half of season one was kind of rough, but I've read the books, so I kind of knew where it was going, so mm-hmm. I stuck with it. Yeah, these shows need to find sure. their footing. Like, that's yeah, the thing that just yeah. needs to happen. All right, now on to video games. Uh, we got some E3 coming up. That's a thing that's happening pretty soon. Uh, you may have heard of it. Yeah. It's a trade show. Uh, it's pretty new. It's only been around for like 25 years. So Sony has come out and said that, A, no hardware. We're not talking about any systems or nothing, which for some reason Good. has been a topic of people's like, are we going to see a PS5 soon? I've heard a lot of people talking about that for probably like the past year. And I'm like, dude, chill out. Like... It's fucking still ridiculous. Making, yeah, they're still making a lot of PS3 things, or they were anyway. And no, they're not at all anymore. Before, yeah. though, like a year ago. Yeah, like the a last year, one I heard it come out was Persona. So, yeah, that was like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, no. So, like, they're still making stuff for that. Like, pump the fucking brakes. We don't need anything else right now. Like, moreover, like, uh, outside, outside of that, yeah, PlayStation PS4 Pro, like, just came out. Yeah, uh, if you want to talk about something that's going to extend a console life, it's going to be something like yeah, that. Yeah, they still have capability to expand. And, yeah. And oh yeah. Also, yeah. that system, PS4, PS4 Pro, either still sells an ass load. Why yeah. would they undercut themselves like that? 
Yeah. They they wouldn't. Well, That's stupid. Like, and you know what? It just makes me so happy because a lot of the people that are giving me that PS5 bullshit are the people that are like, oh, I'm still rocking PS3 because all those dummies who bought PS4 are going to regret it when PS5 oh comes out. And I'm like, well, fucking hang on to your <laughs> goddamn pawn shop system that you got there. And, you're like, and your math happy, is sound. You keep, yeah. you keep that 12-year-old console. If it works for you, it works for you. That's fine. But... <laughs> But you're stupid if that's your logic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no offense, but you're stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid. Uh, you know, and eventually, like in a few years, we will see, and more likely than not, the you know PS5, if that's what it's to be called, yeah. and it probably will be. You and know, guess we, what? I'm we will get start on release. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I got I got the PS4. I got the Xbox One. Like right there. Uh, yeah. You know, or did Xbox One, whatever. It, I was relatively happy with both of them. And yeah, because I'm an adult and I have real good priorities. Yeah, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Like, at the same time, I'm an adult and I make enough money that I can get the things that I want. Like, oh, yeah, no, I I'm, don't. Do I'm that. not going to go mortgage anyway. my car for, you know, like, <laughs> well, I might. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't right now. <laughs> let's not, let's not cut out the possibilities, you know? I mean, I don't want to get confused. Like, I have no money right now. But if they were like, hey, PS5 is coming out in November, I will get that money. I, <laughs> hey, <laughs> dirty, baby, I got your money right here. That's some bonus. <laughs> You'd be like out there riding the lawnmower, walking like six dogs at the same time. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Stealing one of them to sell it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. so outside of that, uh, before we get off too far, they said <laughs> <laughs> they said they will give uh, exclusive looks and deep dives into four of their upcoming titles, those being Death Stranding, Ghosts of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and The Last of Us Part II. Uh, those are all known quantities. We ex- kind of expect to hear about all those, especially with Spider-Man coming out this year. It, like That's not the only stuff that they're showing necessarily, but it is kind of weird for them to come out and say, like, hey, here's our f- four biggest like tent poles. Um, it's also kind of weird that like Days Gone isn't one of those since that conceivably should be out by next E3. It's kind of fucking weird that Spider-Man is one of those, because first of all, quality Spider-Man game is hard to come by. Uh, Second of all, like there's been enough Spider-Man games Mm. to where I'm not like really excited about a new one. This one looks looks hella good though. I, I don't give two shits about it. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I get excited about a Spider-Man game every time a Spider-Man game comes out, and then I rent it, and then I'm really upset. And I won't buy it, of course, but I mean, like, I'll, I'll borrow it yeah. or rent it or something. If it ends up being like fantastic, then sure, I'll go and play it. But if yeah. it's it, Matt, meh. it won't. I, I, I you're yeah. you're putting a lot behind <laughs> that. It won't there, uh, Matt. It I just, won't. I just want to <laughs> disagree with you wholeheartedly here. Don't, Matt, don't listen to Jordan. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because it won't. This it, isn't, it, it's this not isn't an argument for Matt's favor <laughs> no, over here. No, I'm no. just saying. <laughs> I, I am quite capable of making my own decisions. I'm, I'm, I'm I, just... I, I just I don't want it to get confused where other people who are listening to this maybe would be influenced. I'm just saying. Look at look not, at the not evidence. To Matt, not to Matt in particular, but I just mean like to all the mats out there. To all the mats out there, it won't. You don't have to listen to me. I'm just saying. Look at the evidence. <laughs> it looks pretty good so far. 
We're so at a far good time for Spider-Man right now. So and knows. we're at a good time for Spider-Man. Insomniac yeah. makes good games. They just do. So I'm, I'm, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Whatever. You know what excites me about that real quick before we move on? No. Is you just the, shit on it all over the fucking place. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> Lyle, there okay, is I, shit I everywhere. Well, let me grab a mop. I, but don't meantime, let me extrapolate this. There is shit everywhere. <laughs> in the meantime, during that movie, though, when, like, the Spider-Man movie, when he goes into the suit's capabilities, and it's like, there's this many combinations of whatever powers, like, that would be cool. I don't know. I mean, there's the Iron Spider. <laughs> oh, dude! They're planning a lot for suits in that game. Like, there's a lot made of yeah. suits in that game. Yeah, there would have to be. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Anyway. To more, moving on to more E3 stuff. Um, EA has kind of given some release windows for their upcoming games. Obviously, we have the tent poles, the sports stuff, Battlefield in Q3, Anthem in Q4 of this year is the most mm-hmm. notable one. That puts it coming out probably in the March right. range of next year. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's not coming out this year. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely going to be next year because, I mean, Q4 of this year is only December. January, February. Yeah, it's only December. It's not coming out in December. It If it does come out in March, though, I, I feel like that's problematic. We talked a little bit about this, but a lot of times, I mean, it is changing now. There's a lot better games coming out earlier in the year. Things like Far Cry that just came out. But it's been historically, historically speaking, games have put or companies have put their games out in March to just get them out in that that quarter or that uh, fiscal year because Mm -hmm. they aren't going to perform very well. So they will kind of want to move into the next one with like a more clean slate. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to Anthem, but it feels pretty quick at this point. So I'm, I'm nervous that it's not no. going to be as quality or it's going to get delayed. If it gets delayed, that's this fine. This is what they've been working on since before Dragon Age, I think is what uh, Casey Hudson, who is now the lead over there, was saying. So it's been in development for a long-ass time. So hopefully I, it is typical bio. It is good Bioware and not I mean, Andromeda yeah, Bioware. <laughs> we, will, we will see. I mean, Andromeda Bioware wasn't even really Bioware at this point. So Exactly. I just... Yeah, I don't know. It, it makes me nervous. Like it makes me nervous. I, I wish it was a fall game because that's where the good games go for whatever reason, you know, whether it's the holiday or whether it's just that's when they want to do it. And because it is not, it just makes me a little nervous, you know? That's yeah. all. That's all. I want I want this game to be good. They did also announce that it's that you can play it solo, which is cool because that's probably how I'll experience cool. that game. <laughs> so, like that's just that's just what I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make too much of it, but anyway, moving on, uh, more, more pseudo E3 news. God bless you, child. Um, uh, surprise <laughs> raid two is a thing that happened this morning. Officially. It did after Walmart blew the whistle last week. Yeah. Fucking Canadian Walmart blew the lid on everything. <laughs> I mean, nothing, so, nothing in that list was too surprising. Like rage two no. is the most surprising thing. Yeah. Actually, I did, after 10 years, like, yeah, <laughs> actually I, I take that back only now. I take that back only in this moment because rage two is coming out. It's the trailer came out. It's suitably fucking bananas. looks like a cross between borderlands and Mad Max and with a little bit of just cause thrown in there. Uh, which makes sense because Avalanche Studios is making this or helping make it rather, which is, which is where the only other big surprise comes because Walmart had just cause four listed as well. 
<laughs> Avalanche ain't a big studio. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it could be wrong. It could be, it could be just blatantly wrong, but a company like Walmart probably doesn't do speculative titles like that. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Avalanche has grown, but that's the most surprising for me now. Um, Borderlands three yeah. we've known about like that's, that's been a known quantity. Yeah. Um, things like a, a, a new splinter cell is kind of obvious at this point, especially with him being in wildlands, uh, just that sort of stuff. But that trailer is, it's a live action thing. It looks weird. They'll do gameplay tomorrow. Uh, a lot of pink. Yeah. What's with all the pink? I don't know. The Big Ben thing, is it set in London? It, I mean, maybe. I would assume if because they're going to show Big they Ben. Are, yeah, they're billing it as open world shooters, so I think they're trying to encroach on uh, Far Cry's territory there. Huh. But I don't, we'll see. I don't like open world shooter being associated with Far Cry only, but I see why you say that. What other open world? Well, okay, you've got the new Ghost Recon. That's the only other one that I can think of I, off the top of my head. I mean, I immediately more associated it with Mad Max simply because of the style. It's like post-apocalyptic, oh, okay. ramshackle I, bullshit. I have not played and that, so I wouldn't know. I, I, mean, I played some of that, and that was all right. I think it's, I I think it's a pretty Rage, good game. Um, Rage, I think Matt and I are mostly split on Rage. I didn't like it, and as somebody who played it just today, I still don't like like it very much. But it did have some interesting shit going on in it. Well, I'm looking at some screen grabs. What about controls on that? Because uh, which one? On which one? On the Rage. I can tell you, I haven't played it for ten years. It's. Oh, shit. I remember it was very. It was short, and the ending was kind of rushed. And I think there was DLC after the ending that kind of expanded on it. I don't uh, think there was from DLC. What I, I, I got it on my Steam. Like yeah. I didn't know it came out for. It, that's for damn sure, but. Um, it, it was it was fun. It was short. It was fucking gorgeous at the time too. Like the texture work on it was just insane. But for okay. what it was, it was it was decent. There there was one DLC. It looks like, which did include new areas and things like that. Um, I never beat Rage back in the day. I know nothing about the ending. I know that it's pretty universally hated. Um, so the setup here, Lyle. I know you asked about gameplay, but I'll give you the story. There's. Yeah. Earth, Earth, this planet, we discover that there's an asteroid coming or a comet or something. And instead of doing like the Armageddon thing and sending some badasses up there to blow it up, we just we just <laughs> right. build shelters and we just go underground and let it hit us and then worry about the rest later. Uh, so you go into these places called arcs, which are essentially like vaults in Fallout. Well, you, you wake up out of your cryogenic uh, state. You are the only one alive in your arc. You walk outside to this fucking completely destroyed world that again looks a lot like mad max with like ramshackle vehicles and lots, <laughs> lots of metal and hard edges and like a punk rock aesthetic yeah. and and then you get attacked randomly by one of these assholes and oh john goodman shows up and saves your life so you oh shit i forgot he was in that <laughs> yeah. yeah he's always in the most unexpected shit dude you yeah, know and it's probably the best part of the game um but <laughs> but so you know from there you're reacclimating to this world and they keep saying like people from the arc have like special abilities. So I think that's like what makes you a badass at fighting and shooting and stuff. Why? I'm not sure, but yeah. it's, it's a first person shooter. It's got pretty tight shooting. Like I like the shooting in it and there's actually a really cool thing where like, so the enemies come at you in this game, like they're fucking power Rangers. Like they jump <laughs> over, they're running on the walls. They're doing like backflips and shit. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like, they just fucking they got ready well, for a fight yeah. and they're the power rangers right 
So I saw some stuff like that in the in the things that I was looking at, and that's why I was thinking like that game controls would make or break it. Like if it was mm-hmm. all crazy like that shit going on, and it was hard to get at your targets and things like that. I mean, because like, I've played games like that. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's just hard enough. It's hard enough so that when you headshot somebody doing a backflip towards you, and you, you see their like body, yeah, you see their body just go limp and fucking fall right in front of you. You're like, fuck yes. That guy was yeah, an yeah, asshole. Yeah. You know, you'll get right. a lot of them that like run towards you with like knives or whatever. And if when you shoot them, it actually does this like pseudo ragdoll thing where like they uh-huh. die pretty organically. Like it was actually mm. cool. The whole game was made as like a technical showcase for the new yeah. engine. So right. it, 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 it's it got was, a lot of that. It was, it was Id that did it too, but it was yeah. was it published by Bethesda back yes. then? Yes, I'm pretty okay. sure it was Id and Bethesda. I could be wrong on that. Um while we continue to talk, I will look it up. But so it, it had its redeeming points. It definitely did. I just I don't know, it left a, a bad taste in my mouth even back then. Mm. Yes, yes, Id and Bethesda. Okay. So so they're yeah. they're working on that sequel that'll be out sometime tomorrow gameplay they'll show it at e3 i'm sure uh which matt you brought up a question like what's bethesda gonna show at their little pre-e3 thing i have a feeling because that starfield has been rumored for three years now mm-hmm. from leaks i'm wondering if they're finally gonna announce the elder scrolls fallout in space crossover did, did they do starfield yeah project starfield is what it's called and there's been speculation leaks from certain people and crap so um what it's, it's supposed to be in like the same universe as Fallout or Elder Scrolls, but like in the future. So I don't fucking know. It sounds far fetched, <laughs> but I really fucking want it because yeah. who doesn't want Kajit in space? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't they show some sort of like teaser that they still haven't explained that people think is this? Is, is that correct or am I crazy? I think there was a fake one that went the rounds last year okay. or the year before. I, I want to say there was like something at like Tokyo Game Show or, or something like legit that had like pseudo teaser in it. I, I'm not sure, but hmm. uh, I'm betting that the reason they're showing this off is is kind of twofold. Uh, one, Walmart dropped the fucking ball, so they have to <laughs> fucking pick up the pieces. Uh, I mean, on on the flip side of that, like May is a pretty good time for a lot of companies to start showing their stuff too. You've got like Call of Duty and Battlefield are both planning to show their new game before E3. So it's like this this pre-E3 window where people, where companies like to get their stuff out there for some reason. But I also think yeah. that Bethesda is going to use their uh, their show space. I mean, they're not at the show, I don't think, but like the pre-show show for their like in-house publishing stuff. So they've obviously got like Prey DLC that they've teased. Mm-hmm. But but other stuff, maybe Starfield will get something and they'll get like a cyberpunk treatment. Who knows? But I, I probably won't be huge. Maybe another mobile game like Fallout Shelter was really popular for them. So I'll be interested to see what comes up. But yeah, I, I don't be good. It's it's Bethesda. They'll have something. Yeah, I don't have too many speculations on it as of yet, but I'm I'm interested. Uh, a couple more things. We'll wrap up real quick. I will pour one out for Radical Heights developer Bosky. Uh, I know no one in this conversation really gave a shit, but that game was pretty yeah, good. No, I was. I showed some interest in it. Like I didn't show enough that I actually got it. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was a cool concept, and I just saw that today, and I was like, oh, well, that, that's kind of a shame that I didn't even fucking yeah. Give it a shot. I mean, yeah. you you still can. 
it the servers yeah. are still going to be up for a little while. It's a free game. It remains to be seen whether they're going to issue refunds for the purchasables for that game. I'm betting they will, but it bears saying that they have not said anything yet. This was announced. Uh, Cliff Bazinski did a like very personal post on Twitter about you know, hey, the studio's no more. I I really got to step away from this. You know, take my time, whatever. Uh, made mention of of his dog and things like that, but. It was such a rapid downward spiral for that company. Uh-huh. God, they went quick. Yeah. <laughs> like he he started that studio. He hired a lot of really good people. They put together Lawbreakers over like several years. It came out. No one gave a shit. That was just October. That wasn't long ago, or maybe it was early. It was last year. Either way, then they put out Radical Heights like two months ago. Now now they're down for the count. It it really sucks, especially because a lot of people are out of jobs. But uh, I don't know. The writing was kind of on the walls, I guess. Yeah. Either way, I I enjoyed both of their games when I got to play them. When people were in Lawbreakers, it was fun. Uh, Radical Heights was janky, but it was developed over five months. You're going to expect that. <laughs> Obviously, they just didn't have revenue coming in at any point to support making a free-to-play game, which is a bummer. But... We'll pour one out. That'll be the end of that. I hope to stream and send that one off properly, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, Last two things here. Hackers found an official, that's in quotes, usable PSP emulator in the PlayStation 4's Parappa the Rapper, which which is fucking interesting. So to explain this in layman's terms, the PS4 version of Parappa the Rapper is an emulated version of the PSP game with better textures. So it's it is a literal PSP emulator that is running that game. What? Interesting. Yeah, which <laughs> which makes sense. You know they're going to do the quickest route possible to put that game out. It's it's interesting. I don't know. I didn't remember that there was a PSP <laughs> version. If you asked me, I would have I would have said no. But I, I don't know. And they've reverse engineered it, and they can these hackers. You know they do fucking crazy shit. That's way beyond me they've gotten yeah. other psp games running through it in some weird way no i saw the headline i was like well what the fuck yeah seriously who the hell knew that was happening <coughs> excuse me and then uh, last bit of news overwatch's second anniversary is coming up who's excited for that i know you both are it that's, that's i don't know it's gonna be interesting like they're re-releasing re-releasing all the oh, new skins yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so so may 22nd is when this starts there's a new map there's new quote-unquote new depth to the competitive mode uh previous season oh. skins are all available and there's new skins isn't there like a new competitive mode yeah is there deathmatch deluxe nah. deathmatch <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a new map, dynamic and interesting, blah blah blah. We'll have to see. Yeah. I didn't read like a ton of it. All I saw was, hey, old skins, and I was like, finally get the fucking Zarya skin. It's the only one I care about. <laughs> also the Lucio skin that's pretty cool too. The like throwback one. Oh. But, yeah, so I will play that. I might even buy some loot boxes. Oh shit. Jacob's not here to talk me out of it. I'll do it. <laughs> Alrighty guys. That's it for news. What uh, I know you guys have both been playing the same game almost exclusively. So sell uh-huh. me on uh-huh. 
whatever the fuck the name of that game is, uh, Pillars of Exile. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of words for you, Jordan. Sexually okay. repressed swords. Sexually yes. repressed. Can I can I relieve their sexual repression? Hey, apparently, the calluses on her previous owner's hands were did magical things to a sword. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. I've got to kill a bunch of people, and then we'll find out. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, but, what? Uh, what? Uh, before you go too far, what's the name of the game again? Pillars of Eternity Two. Okay. So I was Dead thinking. I, was, I had Path of Exile, Poe, in my head. Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> got Ooh. it. Different. Ooh. Same type of game. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Path of Exile is a big turd. Well, that's was, all, let's, no. What if, what if we just talk about the good one then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I know it's a sequel to Pillars of Eternity, obviously. And uh, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know, uh, it's kind of weird because it's very Baldur's Gate two to Baldur's Gate one kind of deal. Uh, or the first to Baldur's Gate was kind of rough around the edges, and then two was just like a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah. So the first Pillars of Eternity, I always get to the first city, and then I'm like, oh dear God, there's I I I should be enjoying the shit out of this, but I'm not, and I okay. don't know what it is. But like within the first hour of the second one, I'm I'm hooked. There's like, a lot I, more flow to this one. I feel like yeah. When I go quest to quest, I want the resolution. Where in the other one, it felt like a fucking chore yeah okay Um, but this one like first of all one of the things that makes it more streamlined in my opinion is the dialogue is spot on when you (laughs) when you actually respond to somebody the things that you say you can actually guess like the human emotion that goes behind it so like Mm -hmm. if if you're responding to somebody they give you like the snarky answer the thoughtful answer that but you have to play to each person's personality Okay. Or, I mean, you don't have you, you, to. You, you, do. you don't have to. There are it. skills that actually let you like read a person to see, you know, yeah, there's that how too. you are. But like you have certain people on your crew that when you respond a certain way, you'll see like notation of how they react to it. And so that I know that I know that if I'm talking to an authority figure and I find some way to insult their intelligence in a crafty way, I have a certain member on my team that will always like laugh about it or he'll like give me a a look like, yeah, dude. Uh And there's a lot of different things like that. And you might even see like multiple people in your crew react to it in different ways. Like I had to kick this paladin off my team because she's too fucking high and mighty and I'm kind of a snarky asshole. I mean, and that's in the game and in real life. So fucking paladin. <laughs> I, could, I, I couldn't have a paladin on my team. I just too uptight. Sure. Uh, you know, if I want to have fun, go into a city and maybe start a fire, you know, she might frown <laughs> on that. It's true. It's true. But yeah. No, I think the biggest thing for me that drives me to want to keep going is because the quests feel involved. Like they really do feel like the decisions matter and you don't even know exactly what's going to happen from those choices that you make because like way down the line, you're just cruising around in your little ship, having a good old time. And then giant fleet just surrounds you. And it's like, Hey, we need to have a word with you because of that thing that you did. And you're like, Oh, Whoops! Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to have those kind of repercussions. So like, it's it's pretty cool, dude. So this is more uh, like a pirate sort of swashbuckling theme, or very very yeah. swashbuckling, okay. very piratey. The setting is also one of the things that really 
drives it for me because I love oh. that kind of Caribbean thing. Okay. Um, I will say this one is the first RPG ever that I can legitimately role play as a religious stuck up asshole uh, <laughs> a paladin because, uh, for example, the within the first couple hours. Um, I do my, my dude, my paladin is kind of like very religious, you know, like praise the gods every day, that kind of thing. Well, we'll take the time out of his day to, you know, let you know just how good the gods are and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So we run across these people that are stuck in a cart that have their cart stuck in mud. So what do, what do I do? I, I pray with them and tell them that they are so blessed to have the gods placing these trials in front of them. <laughs> <that point. laughs> And he's a big dude. Like he's he's paladins. Or he's the tank of the group. Easily could have lifted that cart. But nope, nope. We're just gonna walk on way. They can figure the fuck out. They can figure it out for themselves. You're I a, helped him out. You're a dickhead. No, but I helped him out because my guy is like, uh, he's almost like a Han Solo y type. So he sees somebody. They have goods. They have a wagon full of stuff. Maybe they can help me out if I help them out. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll help you out. And then they didn't really have anything, which kind of pissed me off. Uh, that's your first lesson in Han Solo type is that you know if they can help you before you help them. You have to be like, yeah. I don't think I can help you unless you can help me with something. And then <laughs> At that point, right. they're like, oh, yeah, you got this. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm learning as I go. How um, go, go on. Uh, so... In addition to what Lyle was saying about the, the actual party members, they legitimately feel like people. Like the way they react, like not only to you, but with each other. Like there's this one priest chick who's making eyes at, at my other fighter dude. And it's like, are you two just going to, you know, get it on already? And it's like they're going behind developing relationships. I've got one <laughs> dude that hates the shit out of me right now. And he's like muttering under his breath every time I fucking do something. It's like, stop it, you know. And then there's the awkward case of this one chick that within the first 15 minutes of me getting her into the party, she's like, so you want to do it? And I said, well, you know, a god stepped on me once, so no, that's okay. But it's, (laughs) it's, I don't know, it's so good. It really is. How does this compare to that other game? Um, Which one? uh, Divinity 2. Same, yeah, it but different. Yeah, it very, is different, different in a lot of ways. And like the, the naval combat in this is sick. Have you done a lot of that, Matt? I have not because I got my ass kicked the first time. Me too, for sure. Um, so yeah, the very first time I lost and then I went back for the same exact spot because I was like, I'm going to do it this time. And I did, just barely. Um, you can actually position your ship to where... First, you guys are like lined up cannon to cannon. You're like shooting at each other, and then you can either turn and try and get away. Like, I damaged the sails, took the sails out, and then took my chance to escape because they're way higher level than me. Um, but then another time, I turned toward the ship and just rammed my ship into them and boarded. And like, it's pretty sick, dude, because you go from like this screen where you just see the two ships in 2D. And you see your little cannons and whatever. And then it's like, do you want to go forward? Do you want to turn? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And it's all like almost text-based, you know, just your decision. (laughs) And then when you board, it goes into combat mode where it's just like the normal game. And the way that it transitions, it just feels really good, dude. Like (laughs) really involved. In one battle, you have multiple forms of combat. So it's pretty sweet. So yeah, just don't uh, don't loot a Valian trading company's wreck without flying their colors because uh, 
there was a big ass three mass frigate that came down on me, and they had thirty people on deck, and I had eight. So that did not go over well <laughs> whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah. So is it simply that you have these options in like a ship that differentiate this from the game that I'm more familiar with, or is it you know is it Divinity easy to put in the more... More free form divinities, like you're playing a D and D campaign, okay. where you, if you can think it, you can do it. This is definitely more Baldur's Gate, where you're playing a D and D campaign, but you don't have as much freedom. Got it. Okay. I, I keep I keep wanting to pick up these exploding barrels and throw them at enemies, and then I was like, oh wait, I can't do that. I have to lure them over there. So uh, it's still it's still very good. Like okay. it's insanely. So so more focused. I like that. Much more focused. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, did either of you play anything additional? Uh, I actually am playing something additional right now. It was last <laughs> night as well. Yeah, um, I know you like your Conan Exile dongs flapping. No, around. no, it's... <laughs> uh, this is it. When it came out, when it came out, I played it a little bit early access, like an hour here, there. Last, I played it like three months ago. I was like, eh, it's still okay. I'm not going to do too much. Somehow, in the last three months, they have made this the best survival game I have ever fucking played, and it's absolutely bonkers just how much shit is in it. Like, at launch, they added, like, two new zones and a whole bunch of shit, and there's an actual story to it, and the crafting is streamlined, and it's like, goddamn, they streamlined the hell out of it. So I'm actually enjoying the ever-loving shit out of it right now. Okay. Now that it's finally out. It's it's made by Funcom, and that's that's a company that I really want to get behind because I really want to like The Secret World. And <laughs> I, I looked at it, and I was like, okay, you know, survival game, I'll, I'll check it out eventually. I like what survival games try to do, but I hate the fact that once every other player in the world is better than you, you can, simply cannot catch up. Is this something That's, you can play solo, or are you automatically You in? can. I am playing it completely solo right now, because I really don't feel like dealing with jackasses in PvP right now. Perfect. Um, but yeah, you, when you start a game offline, you tweak it, like the settings to your liking. Uh, like, I made myself do double damage. Enemies do 1.5, but they have less health. So instead of taking an entire weapon's worth of durability uh, and you know losing it to kill one guy... It takes, you know, a good four or five hits, maybe, and actually, you still get the combat, and it's still fairly difficult, but oh, it's okay. doable It's doable solo, instead yeah. of, you know, needing three or four people. Gotcha. kind of sounds like uh, that Seven Days to Die, with its, like, tweakable stuff, which, which is, like, the best feature of that game, by yeah. far. Uh- <laughs> if you want this to be Minecraft and Hyboria, then you certainly can, but the the... The thing I like most about it is I am a huge fucking Robert E. Howard and Conan fan. Like, that is my shit. Sure. I have shelves dedicated to that shit. Like, um, it, the feel of it, it feels like Conan. Like, okay. that's the best thing I can say about it is the atmosphere is incredible. Right on. I do want to check it out. Now that it's, like, out, out, I may yeah. do that yeah. at some point. I'm not going to rush it, though. No. Cool. No, I, I look forward to hearing more or experiencing it or something. <laughs> feel your dong swinging in the wind feel my dong swinging around in the wind <laughs> but uh, uh, other than that that's all i played okay uh lyle did you have any games movies i mean not really so okay. i watched black panther oh, that's right. and I, I liked it but sure it wasn't all i i wanted i don't know like right. i was telling matt it had some moments in it that were just 
fucking beautiful. Like the combat while they're falling through the air was cool. And the scene where she like chucks that spear through the window and then it hits in front of the vehicle and like pops it up. That was crazy. Uh, I just, I don't know why I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. I Probably because everybody and their mother was hyping it up. I guess. I, I was a little bit bored That's during one a lot reason. of it. For sure. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan, though. Guy's a boss. Yeah, for sure, dude. Fahrenheit 451 he, coming to an HBO near you. <laughs> he uh. really made... like He he made a good villain, dude. Bullshit. What? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Bullshit. You're right. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, I thought he was really good, dude. Yeah, he was one of the better Marvel villains, for sure. Yeah. He, he might be yeah. the best. Very human. The best? The best. No. Very right, okay. Who's, who's, the, who's the best? Thanos is the best. No. Team Thanos. No. No. I agree with his decisions. No, we'll, we'll talk about oh. that at some point. I disagree with that a lot. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> especially if you take the comics into consideration, I don't, I don't agree with that. Uh, anyway, okay. Michael B. Jordan, good villain. Yeah, great, yeah. great villain. One of the best villains. Yeah, one of. Um, anything else? <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> this is a real short story. I okay. downloaded something. Go on. What was that? What was that movie? Feel free to you know tell me what it is. Yeah, feel free to explain the movie that you're speaking of to us all. Uh, It's a show and tell, Lyle, not uh, stammer around. Okay, anyways, check this out. So I downloaded like four movies, right? And I was all stoked. Legally, of course, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I found these movies and I downloaded them and I was so stoked to watch them. And then I found out that every single movie that I got was in like Norwegian or some shit. Sweet. (laughs) So. And because of God of War, you understand that language perfectly. Yeah, exactly. I was really happy that I played okay. that. All right. Next. Well, I played games in English. Uh, <laughs> um, Pseudo-English, I guess. So, okay. uh, just, just a handful here. I played a game called Dusk. D-U-S-K. And this is a throwback to, let's say, Quake. And uh, Duke Nukem and games of that sort from back in the day. Uh-huh. It involves you as an unnamed protagonist. You stumble into, we'll call it a cult. It's a religious cult of sort to the point where uh, it's a religious cult that looks like the KKK. Oh God. Is that evocative enough? They, they seriously have hoods. I'm not kidding you. When you run into like the priest guy, he'll scream non-believer at you and try to kill you. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know how you like. Uh, sometimes you like stumble into yeah. KKK, right? Right. right. When you're <laughs> when you're running into a retro-inspired first-person shooter, absolutely. <laughs> so so it's like an old Quake or Duke Nukem or fucking what's the other Doom? What's the fucking other one I'm missing? Uh, very you know low poly shit like that. It's pretty satisfying to play though. Uh, the guns feel really good. There are some pretty good secrets. It feels kind of good to kill these fucking big guys in their overalls and their plaid shirts with their, I guess they're probably like burlap sacks on their head, which makes it that much worse. Yeah. But they run at you with chainsaws and that's fun to kill them. And it's just like, there's a lot of weird shit going on because it is like religiously tinged and like cultish. Yeah. It, I, I think it's fucking cool. I definitely want to keep playing it. 
I've only gotten like a few levels in at this point. So I've got like my, you start out with two, um, fuck, I, I guess they're like size, like, you know, it's got the small handle, the sickle, like, like sickle. From, from the Russian, okay. Russian thing, you know? So you get two of those so now, and you just like fucking it, swing them around. It's badass. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this something that was recently released? It is pretty recent. Uh, it's, it's, okay. so it's in early access. Um, it, okay. it, it entered early access in January of this year. And this is being billed as uh, episode one or or season one or something. Um, hmm. Something to imply that they've got plans for this game. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Episode one. I'm sorry. Sick. Yeah. Um, I guess that it goes like some fucking crazy places. Like you get into like a city out of the farm. You know, it's it's fucking weird. I, I like the art style that it's got going on. It's like very hellish uh, cultish mm-hmm. again to use the buzzword. Um, but like you get double shotguns and when you reload them, you like flip them back, you know, like you do the, the Terminator thing. Um, it's, it's pretty fucking cool. I, I can't, I can't keep talking without saying cool over and over again. So I'm just going to (laughs) stop. It's, it's 20 bucks on steam. If you're into that sort of retro first person shooter with some serious like style, uh, I recommend checking it out. It's cool. What else? What else? (laughs) It's cool. What else did I play? Uh, I played a game called Basing Stoke. Um, it's a oh, so Basing Stoke is a. I'm probably saying pronouncing that wrong. It's a town in England, uh, and so this game is kind of set in this town. It's an apocalyptic thing with like some zombies and whatever. You know your your usual affair. It's an isometric, almost like twin stick shooter, but it's more about exploration than like actually shooting. It's got a very blocky art style. I I don't really know how exactly to pinpoint it as far as like what it looks like. It's maybe Minecraft, but like more polished. It's not super pixely. It's just, you know, polygons. Uh, when things blow up, there's like little chunky giblets and blood that flies everywhere. It's, it's, it's evocative of something, but I can't tell you exactly what it is in, in my brain. But uh, you start as someone who starts an internship at this office and then shit goes to hell inside of this place. You know, it's it's a little more than it seems like it is. There's a lab for testing and then shit goes wrong and then you have zombies that, that sprout up. You can, you know, like I said, it's more about the exploring than the actual like combat and stuff. So you're a lot of times sneaking past zombies and you're like looting mailboxes while going on what is basically a Shaun of the Dead mission. The first thing just about to ask, yeah. <laughs> the first thing you do is you you get to a pub, <laughs> like you bypass you all the zombies. <laughs> yeah, basically. Except from there, you uh, you move on to a police station and and then to the metro station. But uh, it's it's got like a lot of that weird charm to it too. It doesn't have like cutscenes or anything like that, but it's it's got a lot of style. Uh, I don't. It's hard for me to like, compare it to another game. It's well, what's it, what's it called again? I need to look this up. Basing Stoke. So, uh, I can put it in in the, oh, the it. Discord. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. It's sort of roguelike, but not really. You know, you, you're not restarting runs. Uh, it's like stealth arcade action isometric. Crazy. This looks kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a badass look to it. Uh, this one's 30 bucks. It seems a little high for me, at least what I've played so far. 
It does have like a lot of mystery going on. There are weird tentacles that just kind of come out of the ground every now and then. So it's a lot more than like just <laughs> zombies. You can throw sandwiches at the zombies or to distract them. It's It's got a lot of character what and a lot of heart. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking cool so far. I plan on checking out more oh of God. it. I've died in pretty ridiculous ways so far. I've run into like an electrical pole that killed me and, and just crazy stuff like that. But oh my God. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I, I I I like I said, it's tough for me to recommend at thirty bucks so far. But I'm definitely keeping my eye on it. Um I'm gonna play some more and like if it goes on sale, I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Grab it on sale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd say twenty bucks is, is probably fine. Who knows, eventually you'll probably find it for a lot less than that. Probably. Yeah. Um Yay, couple... Steam Sale. Yay, Steam Sales. <laughs> and, and humble bundles and all this other shit nowadays. Oh yeah, it's fucking crazy. So last couple things, I played Dark Souls for the PlayStation Four. That's oh a, the remaster out. It's it's not out just yet, but uh, it's a pretty good looking product so far. It still looks like an old game. I mean, uh, not not, not not to say not to say it looks like shit, but you can tell that it's an old game. Is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been up and like the textures have been polished up a little bit, but you can still tell it plays pretty damn well on a PlayStation four. I would say better than the PC version with oh, DS shit. fix and all that shit, because huh. that first dark souls game ran like shit, like absolutely. Yeah, it, shit. Did. it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, luckily they're releasing this for PC too, because of course they would. But I think it runs pretty damn good on a PlayStation, and I'm very happy to have the entire Dark Souls trilogy on my PS4 so that I can play through them all once more. So I'm almost considering at this point getting that because I've never actually fully experienced any one of those games. Okay. I remember coming over to work out, and what I don't know if it was two, the first one, but you just got so pissed off. Oh, yeah, dude. It was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> fuck that game. I don't but know I mean, that you I, should, I, then. I would be. I would consider like getting pissed off again for that. Sure, I think it's a good place to start, especially since you haven't experienced two or three. Because, like, yeah. make no mistake, two and three drastically improve on what Dark Souls One does. Oh yeah, but yes, because so you're played, starting fresh. I, I think I've played. I, I've downed maybe two bosses total oh, in the whole series, but I think I've experienced about six different bosses. <laughs> sure. Like, <laughs> Uh, you know, I went to one and was like, oh, that's too hard. I'm going to go to this other one. And then I was like, oh, no, they're all just really fucking hard. Yeah. All right. That that series, that the, the goddamn whole... wolf. Yeah, we need to stop talking about this. This this yeah. series, the Soulsborne stuff just gets its fucking hooks in me so hard. Yeah. I, I remember when like I had. I was done with Bloodborne. Like I was, I was done with it. I think this might've been after my save wiped and I was completely fucking done with it. <laughs> but I went over to Jack's apartment one day and he was playing Bloodborne and he's like, dude, I can't, I can't beat this boss. This is hard. And I was like, yeah, um, let me help you out with that real quick. And it was like <laughs> fucking heroin, dude. I was in, <laughs> I just wiped out like yeah. the next two bosses for him. And he's like, all right, chill, dude. <laughs> That's all I want is a little heroin. Yeah, just a little heroin in the form of Dark Souls. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to playing that. Yeah. Let's see. Last thing before we wrap up here. 
I played an alpha, I think it was an alpha or beta, of a game called Death Garden, which is the follow-up from the people who made Dead by Daylight, which is a very good game as far as I'm concerned. So Death Garden is a five, four, four or five-on-one sort of um, asymmetrical multiplayer sort of thing. Uh-huh. But it's it's like very sci-fi centered. So there's hunters and there there's a hunter and then there's runners. Um, the runners are very fast. They jump around. They've got like this bow, uh, crossbow thing, and the hunter has a, a number of tools at his at his disposal. It's a very quick sort of deathmatch style thing. Not really on the level of like evolve or something like that. Like it's a, a very quick game. And the hunters or the runners, I'm sorry, goals are to capture two of three points on the map. And then once two of, of the three are captured, then they can escape. That's when they run the fuck away. Mm-hmm. It, in my experience, it, it's fun. It's easy to play, like to, to play on a base level. It's a lot of fun to run and jump around. And then like you have this tension of hiding in the bush when the, the hunter comes over because he can't really see you unless you're on a point capturing it. So like you can you can hop on the point, you can see him coming from far away and you can like step just outside of it into a bush and he he'll have no idea you're there, you know, unless he gets lucky or something. Uh, right. so it gives you a little bit of that tension because you are pretty squishy as a runner. Uh, I am not really sure what the crossbow is for cuz you can't do much damage to the hunter, it seems. I've shot him a lot and I still end up dying. Do you like <laughs> team up or something? It yeah, I think that's the idea. Like if everybody gets in on it? I think that would probably make a big difference. I just, I get, there's no, uh, like, response. You don't, you don't get any feedback on how you're doing as far as shooting him. There's no health bar for him, things like that. Right. Uh, so maybe, maybe it's just that we weren't, you know, doing it enough or something. It, it's, it's a game that seems real easy if you're coordinating well enough. Because you would just have one person go to each point. And you would just all get on it. And then once he comes over to one of you, you'll chase him around while the other two just stay on it. You know what I mean? Uh, So, so from that aspect, it seems incredibly unbalanced, but I I don't know. I guess it has places to go. Question mark. I, (laughs) I, I'm definitively not going to like this game as much as dead by daylight. So I may never play it again, but it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. I, I like this trend of, the like four or five on one style game. I, so I think it's cool. I, I had a really deep, deep love for Evolve for like a very short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought it was a really, really sick game, but it got old pretty quick. I still think about that game on like a daily basis. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, but they have this thing too where you could like kind of, you could kind of like level up or like master certain monsters, right? Or was it yeah, all of them? Uh-huh. No, was it all, like of all them. the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember how slow and grindy that felt. Yeah, that. So, would... like, I feel like there were certain improvements that would have really made that game something else that I would have kept with. But yeah, just I don't know. And and the way that they released shit, I bitch about this all the time with every game. So I know it's me and it's not them. But <laughs> the way that they released shit, I felt like if it all would have come out at the same time, I would have been super on board. But the fact that I had to wait until I was sick of the game for more shit to come out, like not even just sick of the game, but like over it. Like I already uninstalled, so I wasn't going to reinstall so I could play three new characters. I like the idea of them bringing characters in later. Like 
I just feel like if they did it just slightly faster, I'd be happy. Sure. I mean, the timeline, I don't even remember what the timeline was, but sure. I, it was I, bad. I, I believe that. And it uh, evidently, I mean, Evolve is dead for all intents and purposes. It, yeah. it turned into a free-to-play free game it, not <laughs> incredibly long after it came out, you know? I, mm-hmm. I There's a foundation for that game. Like, there's a foundation in place for that game to be fucking badass. It just, yeah. it's it's never going to get there. They're never going to get there on that game. And who knows, maybe they make a sequel and, and it turns out. I, I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, dude, if they ever made a sequel to that, guarantee I'd be in, like, oh, yeah. really early. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think twice. Um. Well, I think that's a show. That's all I got to talk about. How about you guys? Yeah, I'd that say that's a show. Good. Okay. Um. I did actually want to add one last thing. I know I said I was done. Whatever. Um. As far as Bethesda at E3, uh, Doom, Doom is due for a sequel. I bet you they talk about it. I would be so down for that, even though I have not finished the first reboot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I bet you they talk about it. Um. That's that's the last thing I got. Um, right. We did have a pretty badass Quiet Place spoiler cast come out. Lyle and I talked about that movie in depth. Made a couple mistakes uh, on our timelines and things like that. But hey, we did our best. And we had fun. a lot of fun with it. Uh, that yeah. that movie's good. If you you know want to hear some interesting shit about it, you should go listen to that. Um, I don't know where you're listening to this, but you can find us pretty much everywhere: iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, whatever, wherever. A surprise in your cereal box. A surprise in your Cracker Jack box. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsored by Cracker Jack. Um, well, that's that's been a show. Thanks, thanks guys for joining me. Hell uh, yeah! And I want everyone oh, to yeah. remember: No, I am your father, and keep playing.